Welcome to the Steady Trade Podcast, everybody. Stephen here, sometimes known as Jeevan. A very exciting episode today. We're going to be talking about how we can dispel the myths of day trading, or maybe we can't dispel the myths of day trading. I mean, Tim, what, what, what's your opinion? You know, it's, it's, it's one of the reasons we're doing the Steady Trade Podcast is exactly that fact. I mean, it's weird the way things kind of come together. So we're, we're going to talk about the, the myths of, of day trading and, you know, especially how people, so many people get burned in day trading. So I have, I, I seem to always have some stupid anecdote or story related to an episode, but hand on, you know, I, hand on the Bible, this is the truth. My son had his driver's test. He's turning 16. So, um, you know, you have to take the driver's test where you take your own vehicle, the instructor sits there, and then as the parent, I just sit in the back seat, and ba- I, you cannot say anything. They basically tell you to shut up, um, but I think you're just there in case you, like, crash your car, and then you're, you're somehow legally responsible, but ironically, you know, we got talking about, well, you know, he asked, what do you do, Tim, and so I explained what I did, and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I tried that day trading and, and, and penny stock thing, and and he's like, it doesn't work. And I'm like, well, what do you mean it doesn't work? And he's like, well, like eight years ago, he he got like a stock Scott Scott trade account or something, and bought some wireless electricity transmission company. So like like Tesla or like an Ayn Rand Atlas Shrug type idea. Bought the stock at like a dollar. It went to a dollar seventy, which is a seventy wow. percent gains. Nice, but. But, oh, how'd you know? How'd you know? <laughs> so, so here's this guy telling me that trading penny stocks doesn't work, but Stephen instantly knew where I was going with this story, even though I have not told him this story yet. No, so honestly, asked, I mean, there's, there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of shizzle. There's a lot of shizzle uh, on YouTube and a lot of people seeing a lot of random stuff. So I, I guess... It's a very cool episode to, to air some of that YouTube content. There's a lot of learning in it. And for, for us as partners, as Tim and Steven, as Batman and Robin, as Bonnie and Clive, uh, to, to dispel those myths. And, uh, and, and basically, I, I've seen the videos, and I just want to put some people to rights. I don't know if that's an English phrase. I'm going to put them to uh, rights. I'm going to hold them accountable for their words. It, it, it might be an English phrase, but I don't think it's an American phrase. But, but I, I, I read through the lines. So, so anyway, you know, before we move on to these videos of people that, that say that day trading doesn't work. Meanwhile, remember I said eight years ago, he bought this stock. He was up 70% and he, yeah. it, 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 he, he's still holding this stock yeah. to this day at like fractions of a penny. So goes from 70% gain to 99.99999% loss still holding eight years later and he's sitting there telling me day trading doesn't work so <laughs> gotta follow the rules baby gotta follow the rules what did you say to him though because he's doing your, he's doing your son's driving test oh it's just bad luck just bad uh, luck. no you know <laughs> again i figure he's either gonna you know pass or fail to drive you know i i, I don't i i tend to raise my kids to be very self-sufficient and you know like the wife is yeah. like before before we go to this test she's like well why don't you have him go parallel park before we get there do this do that and i'm like man he's been driving for a year he's either gonna pass or fail what we do 10 yeah. minutes before this test isn't gonna make any difference but no you know, i was honest with him i said i said i said you know what i don't even remember his name we'll call him dave but i'm like dave you know what you are what what we call you in 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 the in the industry 
And I'm like, <laughs> sorry. you're a bag holder, buddy. And he laughed, laughed, laughed. And then I explained what a bag holder is. So I'm assuming this guy went home and told his wife, yeah, honey, I'm a bag holder, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, some people break the rules a little bit. Some people break the rules astronomically. And I guess, I guess this guy broke them astronomically. But a lot well, of people it, do this, and this like, gives it a bad rap. Yeah, and again, that, that's where, you know, he made, he made one trade in his life. And yeah, again, he was up 70%, and it's like, and, 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 and now you're going to tell me it doesn't work. You know, it's like, just because he wanted, you know, he had like, well, he had like, we're going to talk about cryptocurrencies and blockchain stocks. I mean, he had this idea of like 500 or 1,000% gains, and who knows? The thing is, yeah. a lot of a lot of these people they get those five hundred percent gains and they still don't take it. So, no, I mean, and that, that I mean that that kind of brings us to a, one of the stocks that I'm actually watching. I guess for a couple of minutes, I can just say uh, blockchain mania has been absolutely insane. I guess we can bring up a couple of the charts. Yeah, yeah. Let me uh, what, what ticker? You, let me get it up on screen. What ticker you're starting with? Two, 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 what, two stocks in mind. One stock for this week. One stock for next week. The stock for this week was M A R A Mora. I thought it had every single. Give me one, Indica. actually, go ahead and, or actually go ahead and explain, but let me share my screen for the listeners here. Uh, so. I felt MERA had every single indicator to, to boom. I'd, I'm not sure what you'll think about it, but uh, MERA, I'm not sure exactly what the company does, but it's related. It's got a subsidiary that's related to blockchain. So, so first of all, we'll, we'll, we'll start here. Keep in mind, you know, at the Steady Trade Podcast, we're here for entertainment purposes only. We do talk about specific stocks. We do talk about specific sectors and, you know, day trading specifically. But big asterisk is, you know, this is not, uh, you know, investment advice. We're recounting our own trades or potential trades that we may be making. So now, Stephen, explain to me what you were thinking yeah. with Mara. And if you do follow my advice, there's a and you follow me advice on longs, there's probably a likelihood that you're going to lose. So, like, <laughs> I, just do the opposite of what I tell you to, tell you to do on the long side. But no, no, no. Um, MARA, MARA was one of those stocks that I thought yes, because stocks right now are flying on any blockchain news, any blockchain news, ridiculous blockchain news about like accepting payment gateways and stuff. Yeah, we, news, we've had you know we've had stuff that that has spiked you know. Thou, you know, the, the, be- the best one, and we've talked about this in other uh, episodes, is Long Island Iced Tea. I mean, they make, they make like uh, a – yeah. No, well, Elfin is a different one. This is, this is LTEA and then became LBCC. But, yeah. you know, this company, all they did – so, so, so they, they used to sell soft drinks. They then pivoted into cryptocurrency mining. Their stock went up, I don't even know, five or 600%. Then a week or two later – they announced that they're going into Bitcoin mining, but you read the press release, you read the filing, they can't even, they, they say, this is the beauty of some of these stocks, they say in the press release that they want to get into Bitcoin mining, but they have no idea how they're going to get enough money to pay for some Bitcoin mining machines. That's in the press release. <laughs> I will, MERA said they are going to purchase Bitcoin equipment or Bitcoin mining equipment, and there's actually some numbers in there. And, uh, and I thought this is actually kind of legit news and it's a low float. I think the float was, it's between three and 10 million. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but it is um, low, yeah. but it's a, it's a very low float and it, it's, it's a former runner. And, and I caught this at seven fifteen in the morning. If you can, uh, I don't know if you can see the chart. If you yep, yep. So right here would have been, yep. So at 7am, the press release came out. Came out. I yep, it at yep. 
stock was trading at about the high threes, three eighties, three nineties at about seven a.m. Yep. Uh, I think I took it from about three three. No, I took it. It pushed up, and I took it from about four sixty. Uh, I don't know what you think. It's a bit overextended, but I thought the low float, the catalyst, <laughs> uh, the fact that it's a history of running, the fact that it's blockchain. Uh, I don't know what you think. What do you think? No, I, I, I love, well, number one, you know, and actually this is something that you and I argue about frequently, uh, especially, <laughs> in, 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 no, 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 one, some, something we will debate quite frequently in Stocks to Trade Pro is, you know, I'm not a huge fan of pre-market trading, you know, um, and you can see that this stock, I mean, now you get huge moves in pre-market, but you also get quote unquote wonky moves, which you can see. Mara ultimately gave almost gave it almost the entire move back after the open. Yeah. But when it comes to the idea, I mean, we've seen these stocks run again. You mentioned LFIN. It went from like $2 to $150 in a couple days. So the thesis is sound. It's a, you know, it's a Friday. These stocks tend to squeeze on Fridays. It was, you know, it had news. Yeah. So, so other than being pre-market, I, I like the, the trade idea. Yeah, so the, I mean, there was that, and, I, and I'm just watching LFIM because it's coming down to its its support level uh, on the longer term basis, and it's it's the classic. Now, where did you get out on Mara? I don't remember. Uh, Mara, I uh, got out at about five ten. It was a small oh, profit. Oh. It, it was given back its gains, so I I, I went. I got out. Well, jeez, so that's right. beautiful. Okay, you know, again, I've got the. If you're watching, if you're listening, you know, we do have the the YouTube video. You will be able to see the chart. Um, I tell you. I mean, it sold off hard into that five. I mean, I, I, I think yeah, that was a great exit. The stock ultimately closed. You know, you know, if you if you if you held all day like my driving instructor, you know, you'd, you'd be sitting yeah. on a loser instead of a small gain. No, price action's everything. Price action trumps everything always. Uh, you've, and I, you've got to remember that. I learned that. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching Elfin as well. It's coming back down to support. Uh, that's a good one for next week. I think if you you need to go back like a maybe a a two, it's a it's an IPO. Is this is it? It's a recent IPO. Yes, yeah, recent IPO. But so if you go like two, if you can see like thirty thirty minute chart, you can yep. uh, yeah, you can see better kind of um, you can see some levels of it's kind of bouncing back down to that support level uh, in the around like yeah around the forties forty uh, probably about forty two where it bottomed last. You can see that that let that first initial spike that topped out, then it bottomed. Now it's coming back down to that bottom. I'm just watching it. That's all. I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. You can see it's kind of an interesting area. Again, yeah. This is a recent IPO. Stock was at about six dollars uh, back in mid December, and then went from six to twenty five in one day, and then twenty five to one hundred and fifty the second day, and then had some volatility after that. And then you're right, kind of has has based after that huge run in the low forties ground up a little bit pretty much sideways but now it does seem to be putting in a little bit of a base in the 40s for sure yeah so. and it may crack it may crack and go down i'm just i'll just watch it curiously just in case it does ramp up off that support level you know and what we're doing right now uh you know steven's doing this i'm doing this every day a lot of people in stocks to trade pro are doing this uh if you if you go to our youtube channel i did a video just in a, a quick seven or eight minute instructional video on how to scan for these keywords with stocks to trade. So we're looking for blockchain. We're looking for Bitcoin. We're looking for cryptocurrency, you know, all these terms. And 
even yeah. if you don't trade them, which these stocks are very volatile. If you're a new trader, there's nothing wrong, wrong with trading them. It is interesting and, and useful from an educational standpoint to just run that news scan and see what happens any time. It can be the most ridiculous news, but if they yeah. put blockchain in the headline, it's, I mean, all bets are off for what these stocks can do right now. Yeah, which I think Mara did not. And I think that's probably why it didn't run as much as it should have. It's actually, it's funny. I actually, uh, I, 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 I joked Friday morning because I, on my Twitter feed because I was, I did like, I posted some, you know, those you had one job memes. And I'm like, <laughs> the payoff should get sucked. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, listen, Mara press release guy, you had one job. Put blockchain in the title. Unbelievable. It's like day traders don't read past the headline most of the time. You you cannot trust what to do that. And you know, and there you know, I don't have you know, I, I have not been inside, you know, an algo type shop, but in my opinion and people I talk to, I mean a lot of that too, a lot of it's humans not reading past the headline, but I also think there, there's yeah, algos. Yeah. There's just there's computer based trading that, that just sees that and starts bidding it up. Yeah. Probably. But is there anything you're watching? Is there anything you've got an eye on? I haven't got that much, to be honest. No, I mean, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's funny because I had this discussion Friday afternoon and, you know, in Stocks Trade Pro, I mean, I do twice daily webinars every day. And, you know, I'm just like, I almost felt bad because it, 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 the last few weeks, we, we have not looked at any quote unquote real stocks. I mean, Twitter, yeah, yeah, great chart. Twitter's just been trending, trending, trending. You know, it's a real company. It's, it, but, but we've just been ignoring these because of blockchain mania. Yeah, and I'm, I, I missed the biotechs. Yeah, yep, yep. And so, so, yeah, my plan for next week is keep running that blockchain scan. <laughs> it's super simple, but it's uh, like keep the, milking the, the golden are- goose. So. Yeah, I, yeah, the biotechs are such good shorts, though, and predominantly short. They're all selling to raise money. They're all they're all selling um, extra shares to, to raise money. There are such good shorts in the resistance. You don't see them that much because people aren't buying them up because there's better buys. Yeah, and in again, block- it's just. But you know, it's it's. I always talk about the market cyclical. You know, we'll always you know at some point. I mean, I. I I, I think the blockchain stuff still has continued legs, but I mean, we have not, I think we've had like one that actually like did what they said they would do. So I got to believe at some point people are going to be like, forget this junk. I'm done, you know, because none of these, none of these plays have, yeah. have like succeeded. Not last forever. No, and, uh, and the blockchain overall, if you look at blockchain, if you look at, um, Bitcoin, the chart looks like a bit of like a descending triangle right now, doesn't it? Looks like it might crack. Yeah, uh, you know, you know, obviously all of the what they call alt coins, which are which are all the cheap coins, that that's kind of where th- those are like the penny stocks of cryptocurrency. Um, but <laughs> all that's kind of where the action is gone. And, and yeah, Bitcoin yeah. is sideways. And if anything, you're right. I mean, it kind of it kind of looks it went parabolic back there in December and it's like low, yeah. it looks like lower highs, lower highs. And yes. you know, I still believe long-term, but it looks like it wants to wash out here at some point. Yeah. But apparently ripples, Ethereum's got like a better, I've got a friend who's a total nerd and he says Ethereum's got a better actual, uh, 
fundamental structure behind it. I don't know. How, I yeah. don't know the, the correct words. It's yeah. And I've, I've, I, so I have, you know, and, and again, I think we'll, as, as we progress into 2018 in the future, we'll probably talk about these more. Me, I've stuck with just, again, and this is not any sort of investment advice, but I've stuck with just Bitcoin and Ethereum. Those are the only two I've traded so far because of the fact that Coinbase at least seems like a very legitimate, you know, a lot of these other altcoins, man, I, I mean, I don't even know where, you know, they're, they're very sketchy. So if you get into those altcoins for sure, you know, if, if you have profits, I would wire your money out, you know, wire money in and out. Don't leave money yeah. sitting in those exchanges. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tim, I feel ready to debunk some myths now. How do you feel about debunking some myths? I like the idea of that. I wonder if we'll agree on things. I wonder if the same perspectives. But uh, in store for the guys uh, is some pretty, pretty, I wouldn't say crazy people, but there's some (laughs) extreme characters on this video. There's some extreme characters. So what what we're going to do today is, you know, one of the things we want to, we talk about all the time is, is the fact of that there are, I mean, there is a realistic methodology to trading for consistent profits. Now, just like my son's driving instructor, quite frequently, people have unrealistic expectations. They expect to be rich day one. They expect to make ridiculous amounts of money, and they make bad mistakes because of that. So what we're going to do today is Stephen has, has scoured YouTube and, and has located some <laughs> clips of some some traders that that that. In, in our opinion, have some unrealistic expectations. And, and you will, you might have thought these things yourself. You might have had your brother tell you this. You might have had your dad tell you this. But uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to dispute some of these. So, Yeah, and, and just like trading, all you need is a laptop and an internet connection to trade. Unfortunately, with YouTube, all you need is a, lap- a laptop and an internet connection to see whatever, the, whatever you want. <laughs> so it, it ends up with a lot of people saying some crazy things. Uh, but... As the truth validators, we're going to debunk these myths or concede to them. You never know, let's see. So myth one is a penny stock is a scam producer. Roll that shit. It's Patrick here, and today I want to talk to you about how a penny stock works. All right, penny stocks are a scam. Here's how a penny stock works. Someone comes out and starts hyping up a stock that is trading on cents on the dollar for a share. And this company might have no real value at all. It's just a shell company. And the investor guru person will come out and start hyping up this company and and getting people interested in it and say, you know, they might not even reveal the identity of the stock or the company until a certain date. And and then they'll say, hey, everybody jump on this. This is going to be the next big thing. Okay, we'll stop there. Uh, Is Patrick correct? Is what he's saying true? And we are, in essence, criminals? Or is it false? And uh, he doesn't know his stock. Well, I would give him this. He is correct to a certain extent, but he he is making the cardinal mistake in that in that he is using absolutes and you know and, and yes yes. Now what it, what what Patrick is referring to is a pump and dump, which which Absolutely. used to happen quite frequently. Doesn't happen quite as much. But the mistake, the the flaw in, in in Patrick's generalization is that that he's he's throwing this this wet blanket or or this wet Stephen Johnson pillowcase 
over all penny stocks and, and, and calling them all scams and saying that they're only move because they're promoted. Actually, in 20, ever since probably 2013, 2014, the stock promotion game barely exists anymore. We almost never, when I say we in the, in the, in the trading community, um, almost never trade pump and dumps anymore. Nine out, 99 out of 100 stocks are not promoted anymore. I mean, and for me, that annoyed me a little bit because Patrick is giving traders a bad reputation. And I mean, if I was, if I was into wildlife and, and I was a zoologist, that's like me saying all polar bears are all bears are white, but some polar bears or some bears are brown. So Patrick is not telling the truth. And if I meet him, yeah, I'll tell it- him to you. Yeah, and again, you know that that that's that's one of the things that I think gives gives the you know uh, uh, the industry a bad name because you know uh, number one, these companies yeah they're low priced for a reason because they need money to get their products to market if they ever do get them to market, but by basing his whole thesis on the fact that they only move if they're if they're you know promoted or or a guru or a a newsletter gets behind them i mean that is completely flawed thing yeah i mean but but to a degree there there is definitely a gray area i mean companies do release favorable press releases in the hope to get the stock up and then it's not a coincidence that that they then sell the stock there is some scams out there uh, but the thing is though instead of just educate yourself about them and learn how to take advantage of them and learn how to profit off them if it's a scam then short it Yep. Yep. Actually, I was, that's right where I was headed because, you know, what you can do, you know, and, and many of the most successful day traders, especially guys with bigger accounts, because, you know, short selling to do it effectively and to do it every day, it does really help to have a bigger account. And, and, and many of the most successful day traders, they, they short sell these stocks because, you know, again, we've talked yeah. about this in past episodes. Yeah, no. You can make money when these stocks go down. So, so, so just because they're junky and they and they fall apart doesn't mean you can't profit on that. No, and 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 companies will be companies. I mean, if I thought that I could get a million dollars by exaggerating a few things by saying I was a little bit, a little bit better than I was, I'd probably I'd probably exaggerate a little bit. Not not really because I'm pretty ethical to a degree. But- yeah, and well, and again, you know, keep in mind. A lot of them. Now, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sitting here. I mean, there's plenty, plenty, plenty of sketchy stuff in in, in low price stocks. But a lot of these guys have great intentions. I mean, they 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 honestly believe that if I can raise some money by selling some stock, I can take this idea to market. You know, yeah. I can produce a good product. I mean, you know, biotechs are like that. I mean, you know, biotechs are a are a home run business. Now, are they spending millions and millions of dollars to to develop these drugs because they know it's going to fail. No, you know, they, they're, they're yeah, trying. trying to save yeah. lives. And I'm yeah. shorting them. I feel terrible. I'm sure I should not be shorting these stocks. <laughs> but ultimately, you know, if you can't execute on that idea, if you open Steven Johnson's restaurant and you serve really shitty food, you had good intentions. You know, you wanted to yeah. serve some of that, that, that crappy English, like, like when they put all that, soggy fish in the newspaper and you had good intentions, but nobody likes that crap. 
no, I should just go to Denny's and have some a thousand calorie bacon <laughs> and it with powdered <laughs> sugar and syrup all over it. <laughs> Us English people are healthy. But anyway, the, the thing that what I want to say is as well is a big company, they will lie till their last day to tell you that their big company is successful and then they'll shut it down. So it's not just penny stocks that are scams. Big companies tell lies for their own interests as well. Sure, sure. All right, let's so go on it, to the next clip it, here. Is it, or- is it true or is it false? All penny stocks are scams. It's, it's obviously oh, oh. false. 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 False, Patrick. It's false. You probably bought into one, didn't you? You divvy. It's false. I think, I, I think that guy might have been my kid's driving instructor. Patrick, you're wrong. It's false. All right, I'm done. It's over. Okay, next. <laughs> Myth two. There's no risk in penny stocks. Is there risk in penny stocks? Is there not? Let's hear Patrick. Not, not. What's going on, guys? This is crazy day trader Dave. Um... I'm in here trying to make some money. My wife said I can't take the losses I had yesterday, um, which I basically well, I basically lost everything we had. Um, we took out a loan today. We got ten thousand dollars, so I'm going to try and turn that into a victory for us. So I hope you guys are ready to watch me get rich because I'm gonna do it. Nine point five percent down now. I'm just going to leave the computer and hopefully I come back. Every article I read about it, every single one of them said it was going to go up, and here it is. <coughs> Look at it. It's down in the dumps. I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen anything like this. It's down 32% just on the day. Somebody fucking tricked me. Okay. Is it true that uh, it's risk-free money and you don't have to do anything, or is it false uh, and it's not risk-free? Number one, I would like to start out with, you know, again, I know Stephen and I were laughing through that clip, but, you know, you know, listen, him and I have both taken, I've taken probably thousands of losses in my 10-plus year tra- trading career. I would never, never, you know, mock anyone for, for losses. You know, I, well... I would mock Steven for losses. That, that is the one guy on That's the planet a, I will mock. Now, you know, it, so, so again, crazy day trader Dave. Um, we, we, you know, we, we weren't laughing at you. We were laughing at the unrealistic expectations that you had that, that somehow yesterday you lost all of your money. I'm assuming you didn't learn anything new in that past 24 hours. You did not study. You did not review your trades because I'm assuming in that past 24 hours, you've been spending time filling out loan paperwork, going back and forth to the bank to get more money to trade today when it's obvious you did not learn anything according to the video since yesterday. And now you expect that you're going to quote, quote, get rich today. Unbelievable. I mean, his expectations of thinking, I've just lost all my money, but... I think I'm going to be rich today, but I think it's all going to turn around and I'm going to be rich. And again, if you took, if you took six months off or if you took 90 days off, or if you took a year off to study paper trade, listen to the steady trade podcast and, and, and figure out how to get better. But man, if, 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 if your only problem is that you need to get your hands on more trading capital, I mean, 
Thank God bless you're, you're setting yourself up to fail. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- there's a number of mistakes. Uh, the not cutting losses, not doing proper research, having uh, surreal, exaggerated expectations. Uh, my favorite one, or whatever way you look at it, is he was like, I'm just going to go out because it's down 15%. I think I'm just going to go out for a couple of hours and leave it and see what happens. I'm like, don't. I mean, a few times in trades, I've walked out onto my balcony and just breathed for a minute and thought, Jesus, I hope this works out, which is bad, but I don't leave it as stuff for three hours. Yeah, I, I still, you know, I'm still very proud of what we did on the first season, you know, the first six or seven episodes of the Steady Trade podcast because we, we, we talked about in depth two things that crazy day trader Dave did wrong. Number one, if you watch that video at one point, he said it's down 9.5% and he's going to continue to hold. So obviously he has no plan whatsoever because he's got no stop loss at this point because three seconds later, he's down 32% and he's still wondering what to do. No plan whatsoever at all. And he said he didn't do his own research. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't eat his own dog food. You know, he said, everybody said it was going to go up. Everybody said this. So lack of research, no plan. I wish you would have listened to season one of the steady trade podcast. Don't, don't follow anyone else's trades because people trade and say things differently to how you feel. Don't, Don't believe in news price action trumps everything. That Mara stuff that was spoke about earlier that news sounded phenomenal, phenomenal. But the minute the price action looks dodgy, I'm like, people know some shit that I don't know. I'm getting out. Mm-hmm. I'm not in control of this situation. I'm getting out. Uh, uh, by the way, I've learned this by taking $1,000 losses, by the way. This is how I, this is how I know. Well, this, well, I'm like, and, this is not the, the next big loss. And now you turned, you know, you turned that trade in. I mean, it was a winning trade. I know you weren't happy with the profits, but again, if you followed, if you had no plan and you, and you, and you pulled a crazy day trader, Dave, at the end of the day, right. you'd be down. down. You'd be down 20%, you know. Imagine so. averaging down as well, averaging down. Ah, it's got to come back. I think at one point in the big clip of the video, he says, it's, I'm down about 15%. I'm just going to throw some more at it. <laughs> I'm just going to oh. throw some more. I've still got another $2,000 of the $10,000 loan. I'm just going to throw some more at it. And it's like. You feel horrific after you've done that a couple of times in a row. Like it ruins three or four days of your life. And you just think, I'm not letting that happen to me today again. I'm not doing it. So again, back to the true or false. The, the, the true or false is whether or not there is risk in day trading. Is there is extreme. Yeah. There is extreme risk oh. in, day, in, in any investment. You know, again, you could, you, know, you, could, you could buy an apartment building and the thing falls down the next day. I mean, any investment, any speculation has a lot of risk. Now, one of the reasons that Stephen and I love penny stocks is the flip side is there's a lot of potential reward. One of the reasons that we trade these stocks is they have the ability to go up 10, 20, 50, 100, or 1,000 percent in one day. But when you think about it, they can go, they can come down just as fast as they go up. Uh, it, one of the best, one of the best things that you've said to me before that really resonated with me. He has a compliment. Uh, is you control a compliment from me? What the heck? <laughs> you, you, I don't you, remember me. this. You, you, you knew me. <laughs> uh, the, one of the best things that you've said is you control how much you lose. You're in control of what you lose. 
not the market. It's you. It's you. You made the plan. You you decided if you wanted to short a low float that you couldn't control with big volume. You decided that you weren't going to stick to your plan, <laughs> or you did decided not to make a plan. It's always in your hands how much you lose. And I was like, wow. It's like wow. It's Martin Luther King Day. Tim Bones like white version of Martin Luther King. I mean, because, because, yeah, I mean, ultimately, just like your Mara trade, I mean, you can't control how much you make. I mean, ultimately, you stopped out for a small profit. But yeah, I mean, yeah. as as a speculator, as a manager of risk, ultimately, that's our, you know, again, we don't want to blow up our account like day trader Dave did and then go and then go get a, another loan. And within minutes, I mean, you, you look at the video, I don't even think the light got any darker behind him. I mean, it was like an hour later, and he's down 50%, you know. Now, again, he said, I, I can't believe I'm down 9.5%. That was probably, it would have been a, 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 a stinging loss, but 9.9%, I mean, it stinks, but I, it's not going to blow up his account. And then he's 30, and then you mentioned later in the video, he's down 50. That's, that's not controlling your risk. Nah, you, you've got to have a pain threshold. Like the one thing I'm dead proud of is that uh, although I've done dead stupid stuff and I've had thousand dollar losses and I've even had a nineteen hundred dollar loss at one point, very up and down. I've had a thousand dollar days on the flip side, but the one thing I'm proud of is I've never let myself go below twenty five thousand on the account. I've not even come near it. Like I will not risk it. The the aim of the game is to protect yourself, protect your account until you know enough stuff and you've seen enough stuff to to survive and grow. Yeah, the- the, the number one rule is, you know, stay in the game. You know, you know, right. it, it, no one trade is going to make your career, but one trade can ruin your career. No, because it, honestly, the thought of blowing up the account would be just unbearable. I would never even risk it. But I would like, have you, have you blew many accounts up, Tim? Um, I've never like completely blown up an account, but I have come close. Yes. Um, again, you know, uh, one, one of the worst losses was, was trying to trade a triple leverage DTF back in 2007, 2008, back in when the FAS and FAZ, a lot of guys will know those names. Um, didn't completely blow up an account, but came really close. And I mean, Ultimately, you learn from it. I said, I'm never going to trade to triple leverage ETF again, and I haven't in, in, so, but, in seven years since. So. so by that, we're talking like more than 2,000, more than 5,000 loss. Oh, it was like 8,000 bucks. Yeah, 8, yeah. 8,000 so. bucks. Jesus yeah. Christ, because I've, I've lost $1,900 in a trade on a date and wanted to jump off a bridge. But you, you, <laughs> you, eight grand is tough. That's a tough one. Yeah. But you learn. Yeah. Well, and ultimately, you just you tell yourself, I never want to get back there. You know, it's like we talk about burning your hand on the stove. And, you know, I burnt my hand on the stove and I don't touch triple leverage ETFs <laughs> because of it. So. Okay. I hope I learn from you and I don't have bigger losses than 2,000. But knowing how stupid I am, I probably will. But, okay, next myth. And myth three is you can make thousands in a matter of minutes. I think this is cool What up, what up? My name is Steven, and I'm uh, making this video because um, I saw an advert from Timothy Sykes, and it was like, um, you can make money really quick. Why don't you try it? It's uh, You'll make all these thousands of dollars um, in, in whatever, like in a matter of minutes. And I was like, Oh my God, how many, how many of these videos have I saw? They're all exactly the same. And then, um, then I saw he was like on CNBC and CNN and all of, the, all of these different channels. And I was just like, 
Maybe this is slightly legit and I looked into it and... Uh... Okay, true. Whoa, maybe this chisel is real. False. I can't remember what the red thing said on the screen, but false. So, false is false. So, right, right, right. So number one, geez, I tell you, you know, I make, I pick on, on, on short sellers a lot, man, be, being a, being a diehard short has aged you. That, that video was know, like was a year ago and you, you look like, you look 20 years older today. Jiminy crickets. Um, I'm older. My skin is redder and I'm fatter and I've got more wrinkles and it's in 18 months or something, 19 months. This is what it is, man. I got obsessive and I started doing stupid, stupid amounts of trading, stupid amounts of hours. It's bloody made us grow old. But it's been so, a good ride. So, so again, is it true you can make thousands of dollars in minutes? Yeah. I mean, guys do it every day. But, yeah, no, I've, I've done you know, it. but I've the big asterisk is, you know, can you do it with no education? Can you do it day one? Can you do it day 10? Can you do it day 100? No. Yeah, no, no, for sure. It, it takes time to build up your account. I mean, by the time I made $1,000 in a day, it, it, it took a year and a half for us to save money out of me wages every single month. And then I had to have the confidence to risk the money to know that I wasn't going to do something stupid. Uh, yeah, I mean, when you first start trading, you risk $1,000 and you're shaking and sweating. You're so scared. For some reason, everyone gets it. But uh, yeah, over time you grow. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, so ultimately, I would say that this one is true with a caveat, Definitely. with an asterisk. Yeah. I mean, yes, you can make thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars in minutes day trading, but you can't do it without education. You can't do it without experience. You know, again, we talk about my big losses. You talk about your big losses. You know, that is part of as an overnight success. You know, no such thing. Unless you, unless you win the lottery, and most of those people end up hating their lives anyway. But, you know, nobody, whether you're a plumber, uh, a, a, a YouTuber, a trader, an electrician, a truck driver, a restaurateur, nobody's successful overnight. And it's, it's not even about that, man. Like, what I, what I learned was I thought I was in it for the money in the beginning, and then it's more for, like, the self-development and you improving your self-confidence, thinking, wow, I can be good at this, I can stick this, I can be consistent at something. Look how much I've improved since six months ago. Like, that's the real value, more than the money, for me anyway. Yeah, and that's, again, you know, when you talk about day trader myths, you know, it's like the, 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 the problem is, yes, you know, ultimately – this is this this myth is is what is part of the problem, because ultimately I'm sitting here saying yes, you can make ten thousand dollars in a minute. So day trading gives you that unrealistic expectation. Again, no one is like, man, I really like being an electrician. I'm gonna make ten thousand dollars in a minute, tra- you know, as an electrician. Now, maybe <laughs> you 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 know you become a, a a journeyman and then you become a master and then you own an electrical company and then you build a a skyscraper and then then you're making ten thousand dollars a minute but nobody gets a set of wire splitters and and some screwdrivers and, and expects to make thousands of dollars tomorrow nobody has that expectation day trading creates that because ultimately you could get lucky i mean Anyone could make their first trade and make a thousand bucks. You know, it, that could happen. But, uh, but, but ultimately as well, though, it's just, the, for me, the longer I've been in it, the funner it's got. The more you learn, the funner it gets. Like, it's so much fun. And being an electrician, after 10 years of being an electrician, you're going to think, I'm pretty bored. 
doing electrical stuff. Like Triton doesn't get boring, eh? Not for me. It's it's even no. better. It gets better. It gets more and more fun. You know, one of one of the reasons we're doing the steady trade podcast is, you know, you know, we're there, there's also always a problem of over trading and trying to trade too much. I mean, we do the steady trade podcast because we want to entertain others, educate others. And I just flat out love talking about stocks all day long. So with with me, isn't that bless bless? Just look hashtag blessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashtag bless. Jeevenin, Jeevenin, stem. No, that doesn't work. All right, what's the next myth? <laughs> <laughs> myth four: You can learn to trade in a week. About a week ago, I downloaded a stock trading app called Robinhood, and I knew absolutely nothing about the stock market and. Today, I can watch a video like this. And then I saw when it hit the resistance. At, it ended up opening at 130. And then I saw when it hit the resistance at 140. I'm going to get a little bit closer. It built a new resistance at 165 and a new support at 160. It looks like it broke that support. And I actually understand it. In this video, I'm going to run you through what I did to learn the stock market in a week. And uh, hopefully save you some headache and show you some shortcuts. True. Dami got us with criminals. False. We be like that guy's talking shizzle. So you have you have recorded your entire journey on learning to day trade. Um, I think you're about fourteen or fifteen months into this. Why didn't you do it in a week? Should have been like one video, and you would be done. Uh, and, uh, guys, I was going to do a, a two year, three year journey, but uh, no point. <laughs> no, no, I figured it all out just this week. I figured it all, all in a week. Uh, so <laughs> there's no more YouTube channel anymore. It's done. Now, the this this I mean I couldn't I couldn't watch the video and and think I mean I don't oh God I don't want to slag him off but he's doing it for clickbait and he's I think he's been a bit of a douche and he's disrespecting the profession. You cannot learn the market in a week. That's such bullcrap. Um, and yeah, I mean, can you can you learn virus. a lot? Can you learn a lot in a week? Sure. But, but I mean, if you think anybody, you know, again, just because you know what support and resistance are, if you think you're ready, you're going to end up like super day trader Dave. Yeah. And, and why, why not just say, I learned about support and resistance this week. I understand the the absolute basics of it because honestly, it's been like you say, maybe 16 months or something for me now. And I'm still massively learning new things about support and resistance on different timeframes. And I'm still realizing every day that I'm not taking it seriously enough. So I don't know how he learned. Yeah, and again, I, I, you know, I, I mean, I mean, ev- evidently, evidently, I'm even more of an idiot than you are, Stephen, because I'm 10 years into this and I'm not done. You know, I learn something new every day. I mean, I've, I've got, I could probably swing my laptop. I mean, I've got 150 trading books over there. I've got, uh, you know, you know, I, I'm, I'm always researching, always learning always reviewing trades, always trying to get better. I'm 10 plus years in and, and I'm, I still don't have it all figured out by any means. So I'm, yeah, I'm, even, I, I'm, I'm even more of a screw up than you are. But, but then he goes on later on in the video and being like, yeah, it's not for me. I made a couple of trades. I didn't really make any money. I'm like, well, you didn't really learn it if you didn't make any money. Uh, I, think, I think to make a statement like that, you've got to be Jesse Livermore. You've, you've lived the dream. Well, and again, you got, I mean, I talk about this every day in, in, in Stocks to Trade Pro. I mean, if you, you know, if you are not comfortable with losing, then trading is, is, is not for you. I mean, if you expect 
to win every time, then you're, you're doomed. You know, that, that's, that's how bag holders are created because you think, oh, this is going to come back. This is going to work, whatever. But you have to be okay with losing because it is going to happen every day, every week, every month. You're going to lose. And again, I didn't watch the whole video, but if you're telling me he made two trades, lost, and then is like, well, this doesn't work. He goes from learning it in a week to figuring out it doesn't work after two trades. I mean, that's just. Yeah, he's like, not for me. But uh, no, but, and that, that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize. Like, you're, you're dead, right? That like you've got to, to take the losses because you can look at a situation and think, roughly seven out of 10 times this works. But that time that you go in that trade, you have zero control over what's going to happen. Not You have no idea what, what variable is going to shape out. So you've got to expect, right? This is one of the three of the 10 times that it didn't work. This is one yeah, of the I mean, seven. You, can, you, you, know, you, know, you know, ultimately, these stocks are news-driven. You know, they're, they're, you, 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 you could, again, you, you could go along the best-looking blockchain-related stock, and then all of a sudden, some government cracks down on cryptocurrencies, and the, and the thing drops 20%. You did all your research. You did everything right. And then some foreign government decides to, to do something, and the trade doesn't work. Well, that has nothing to do with you. That doesn't mean you're not a good trader, yeah. but that's why you have a stop loss. And that's why you have to be okay with losing. Because if you blame yourself, you know, when, when a trade doesn't work, well, you know, welcome to the, you know, self-loathing, uh, <laughs> self-loathing anonymous. We should do it. Um, no, and that's, that's why you've got to not get too attached to a stock and not get too attached to a plan because ultimately you're just playing the odds. You're just playing the odds at the end of the day. I, I think a good catchphrase to come out of this, we should make T-shirts. We should, if we ever do steady trade T-shirts, uh, we'll do one which says, don't do a Dave. <laughs> don't be like Dave. Don't do a Dave. <laughs> I did actually like something you touched on earlier when you know it was just in real passing, but I did like the, uh, we might, might have a T-shirt for the, 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 the Stephen Johnson-isms. And I, I want to get one that says oh, Stephen really? Johnson-ism. Pretty ethical to a degree. You know, I, I did like that. Yeah, so. we'll have we'll have to get um, we'll we'll talk to the producer. We'll see, people have, ask people to comment below if they actually would buy a steady trade top or a t-shirt, and if we get enough interest, we'll start we'll start selling them because uh, I'm sure we're going to make some cool ones. So actually, the uh, last episode, well, not I think it was a couple episodes ago. It was it was the episode on that 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 you blew up an account on, which I, I thought was yeah. a great episode um i i i didn't listen to it until the other day and i just heard the outro and and i wanted to give credit aaron hopefully aaron you're still listening um aaron uh again the, the stephen johnson blow-up episode is really good listen to it but but particularly check out the ending um aaron submitted audio if you if you go to steadytrade.com we've got a button that you can submit your questions or submit your audios so i did want to give a shout out to uh to, to Aaron for his his pit bull running analogy. Can we play it again? Because people have to hear this again. Mr. Producer, can we play it again? Hi, this is Aaron, aka Double Aaron from New York City. And I like to go outside and find a stray dog, preferably an aggressive breed like a pit bull or a Rottweiler. Then I get real close. Stare it down, eye to eye, until it starts to chase me. Then I run. That's right, I run! While listening to Stephen and Tim on the Steady Trade Podcast. 
you can register to win real actual prizes at their website steadytrade.com and if you really like what you hear give the podcast a five star rating and write a glowing review on iTunes I did and this is how we say goodbye in New York City (laughs) 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 (la